Welcome to the inaugural The Tottenham Hotspur Family podcast. I'm Jared, and joining me this evening are um, from sunny Spain, Merrick Wells, who standing in at the very last minute for Rob Willis, who couldn't be here because it was his wife's birthday. I think he's got cold feet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> joining, me from, joining me from South Africa is Nikki Metz, and lastly, in a bar somewhere in New York, Zayden Al-Zabedi. Hello. Hello. Hello all. Hi. Okay, let's begin with the game. Um, three points. You, you go. I was just going to say, three points, three <laughs> points, you know, it's um, it's good, but... Well, there's that old, the old adage, isn't it? Uh, champions uh, win points, win games, even when they're not playing well. Uh, I'm just yeah. used to watching Tottenham not playing well. That's just, it's it's miserable. It's miserable. Um, I, I wasn't. Find... Go on. No, no, no. Carry on. I was, yeah, I, we were saying just before we started that there, I mean, I don't think there's any real conviction, vision, move, direction. Uh, it comes to be a, a bit of a sorry, sorry state of affairs when a ten-man hole can attack with more determination and more vision than we can. It's so preponderous. Yeah, we don't have leadership on the pitch. That's the problem. Agreed. There's there's nobody there that's leading the team. That's that's telling them what to do. They they lose vision. They they're actually not playing as a team. I think they just no. run around like headless chickens. And for me, the game is exceptionally slow and so frustrating yes. because they hold on to the ball and they don't move it fast enough. And it is excruciating because you can see that someone's going to steal the ball because they just want to play off and, and show try and show some skill and then before you know it somebody's running off with the ball and it's not one of our team players it's interesting yeah. you should say that Nicky because there was a moment in the first half, first half I think it was Ryan Mason he had the ball sort of in the centre towards the right he was holding on to it he was holding on to it and you could see that he wanted to lay, lay, lay it off to, um, mm-hmm. to, to Dyer um, and it was just he took his time he took his time and then by yeah. the time he, he he played the pass. He got it intercepted. It was just so predictable. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we are. We're predictable. Predictable because <laughs> because you can see exactly what we're going to do because we take our time. It's it, there are no quick moves. It's slow. We hold onto the ball. We're predictable. There we go. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, all right. So let me ask you a question because you know they say horses for courses and all that. What do you think of the team selection? <sighs> looking. Who's I mean, looking it? at. Looking at that lineup, when you first saw that lineup, what did I you think? I was excited. Yeah. I was excited. I thought it was great. I I thought that we stood a really good chance. And within five minutes, I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> we're going to be lucky to actually walk away with a draw. Uh, yeah. I I am seriously, seriously concerned about the defence. Yeah, just uh, I mean, watching oh. even more depressing watching Dawson playing for Hull, putting in one of those performances we expect to see of him. I mean, we ha- we have he had his shortcomings, we understand that, but to see a player put his heart on the line and play for a team and play the way he did and the interceptions he made and F- Fazio, what is he? 
What is <gasps> he? Shocking. The jury is up. <laughs> Shock- I don't want him on the pitch. Would it be well, over? Wait a, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's talk about the defense for a second here for a moment. We've got Vertonghen okay. and then we've got Fazio in the middle. You've got two very strong, tall, commanding centre-backs that really, where do we get Fazio from? And he also came in with a lot of pomp and yes. a lot of uh, a lot of encouragement. So he's not a, you know, so he's not a bad player. And you put him in the middle there with Vertonghen, I'm thinking these are two twin towers that not much is going to get past. Then you've got Davies on one side, then you've got Dyer on the other. Now, we're all waiting for Kyle Walker to come back, but Norton and Dyer have been doing an all right job. So the defense is doing as good as it can, and Davies and Rhodes have got their own little battle going on. And that really hasn't been our our downfall in defense. Or am I wrong? Uh, no, I, I think um, what you're saying sounds really good on paper, but that's not... Uh-huh. I, I think... The problem this season is it's been getting goals. So there's been two fundamental problems. One, getting goals up front. That that's oh, just lost lost somebody. Did you lose? No, well, I'm no, I'm still here. But then, but then, are we are we moving past the defence? I mean, are we are we moving past thrashing the defence? I think. Okay, before I get. Talk about the pr- problem up up front with with the defence. We've we've lost a lot of stupid goals. That's that's clear to see. And if you look at the centre backs, um, Kabul isn't up to it. Jerichus isn't up to he's it. He's useless. Or, or, yeah, <laughs> Pochettino doesn't have any faith in him, and he's and he's useless. Uh, Fazio hasn't impressed so far. Um, I hate to say it, but Vertonghen is probably ahead of where we should be as a club, in the sense that yeah. he's a good player. His his head's not with it at the moment um, and he's not we're not as a club where he wants to be um, if you go back a few years ago when he signed he probably signed at a time when AVB was looking to build something he was buying into a project and um, we've regressed as a club yeah I mean if you look at for Tongan, I think it must be frustrating for him because because he is a good solid defender he's a good solid center back and then he's looking around him and he really doesn't have anybody to match his skill in my opinion so he's got weak players around him weak defenders and and I'd be frustrated so you you can see and and you watch for, for Tongan, you can see his frustration sometimes because it's just yeah, but yes. this goes back to earlier points. Why does he need to have people around him? Why can't he just leave? Because he looks to me like he's ready to take that leadership role. Because you said earlier, there is nobody on the field that's going to leave. If there is anybody yeah. out there who looks like he's going to be a leader, it should it be him, like but he's not. It yeah. should be him. So this is a perfect opportunity for him to step in and say, This is my club. These are my boys. I'm going to stop my authority here on my, on my first team and we're going to move forward together as a unit. Is he but, is he, but is he being given the opportunity to do that? Oh, well, I think he's lost interest. Mm. Well, you know, the next lost... question is, yeah, the next question yeah. is how come he's not captain? Exactly. I think he's lost interest. I think he's, he's already waiting to move to the next team because... You know, he's not been made captain. He's uh, if no one's got faith in him, why should he have faith in the club? Just my opinion. Why wasn't he made captain? 
well, apparently, apparently the story goes players rallied around Kabul and, and regarded him as a leadership figure and I mean, and Pochettino got... went with that. Yeah. If that's true. I mean, Kabul, Kabul is a good, solid guy, but he just loses concentration. He ha- he ha- hasn't got the ability to play the psychological game. He cannot see the landscape. And that's the problem with Kabul. I think he is a good, strong, solid defender, but he mentally he is just out the park. He's useless. I think he was a better player um, when King was there. If you go back to 2011-12, that that final season under Harry. Um, He looked a better player with Ledley King alongside him, but then so did Dawson. (laughs) Everyone looks good next to King. King was the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Midfield? Well, Brian Mason works his socks off. Um, He does. So he seems to have nailed that position for the moment. But then when I look around the rest of the team, Kapue... I don't know if he's up to it. Um, Bentelab's injured. Paulinho is, seems to be on the sidelines. Um, Dembele, I don't know what the point of Dembele is. If somebody could explain what Dembele brings to the team, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he was a very gifted player, Dembele. And, and he could, um, I don't know, he just seems disconnected at the moment. Completely. Uh, I mean, how do you go from being, what is it? I mean, I might be pulling these numbers out from the year, but how many goals did he score for Fulham before we signed him up? Was it 15 goals a season or something like that, along with Clint Dempsey? Is he being played in the right position? Um, that's a good point. I don't, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. know. The, I, don't know the, I don't know the stats. Um, I haven't got the stats uh, from his time at Fulham. I, I, he was certainly more prolific um, and yep. he certainly played further forwards. Um, I don't know whether it's what he's been told and he's told to play in a deep lying role or or, or maybe that's how he sees himself. I, I don't know. But he, he just seems to be talented, but he holds... holds. He's another one of these players who just holds on onto the ball for too long and yeah. just slows things down even further. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with Mason, there's a sense of urgency um, yeah, he works hard. He gets the ball. He's a playmaker. Yeah, and, and he's always looking up, and he's always chasing, chasing, a, you know, even a lost cause. Um, with Dembélé, yeah. he just he sort of stifles the play. So yeah. we had Dembélé, we had Ryan Mason, then we've got Eriksson on one side, and we've got Lamella on the other. Are they mm. being played out of position as well? Because the one thing that did strike me in the first half is that. There really wasn't a lot of wits. There was, I mean, everything was congested. No. Everything was going down yeah. the middle. I mean, you bring Aaron mm. Lennon on, and all of a sudden, it it's almost like someone's opened up a door and there's some fresh air coming in. I think we're missing that. You know, I think we're missing that. You know, they complain about White Hart Lane being too narrow. I think the way that we're playing is too narrow because it certainly wasn't narrow when. And I hate to bring this up. I hate to bring this up, but it certainly wasn't narrow when Bale was there. You yeah. know, I yeah. mean, we we opened up the fields. We're not opening up the pitch anymore. You can, I don't no, know what that not. means. You know, and you, you can look at systems yeah. and, and, and some people will say 4-4-2 is the right way to play. Others will say uh, the 4-2-3-1 uh, is too narrow. Um, yeah. The reality is, whatever system you play, 
players need to run into the space and, and make use of that space and be intelligent. And, and we're not doing that. Um, Chelsea play with, um, I hate to say it, but Chelsea play with a 4-2-3-1, but they're using the space very well. The fullbacks get forward. Um, we're just too narrow. And, 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 and Zayden, you're absolutely right. Um, when... When we had Bale on one wing and, and Lennon <laughs> on, on, on the other, um, White Hart Lane was right. uh, the pitch dimensions were exactly the same. Right. Yeah, exactly. We we've got very limited options down the left hand side. Very limited. There's just not much happening there, actually. Talk of the left hand side. It's, it's interesting his team selection today because he's stuck by Rose in all of the previous games and. I don't know how many of you were expecting Ben Davis to start today. Um, Rose was on the bench, and whatever you say about Rose, I mean, defensively he's not great, but he does go forward. He does show an appetite, a bit like Mason. To, 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 he does demand the ball. He does certainly when I've seen him at White Hart Lane this season, he he he, he makes those runs. Yeah, he's, he's quick and he's strong, and he... he's done well this year. Yeah, he has. Well he has. I, yeah, I think I think Davies peaked at. Um, at Saints, I think I just I'm not I'm not impressed with him. I think he's exceptionally mediocre. How good are star, how good are Star Belgrade? I mean, are they some are they the sort of team that we should be resting our tar, our star players for? You know, okay. because the bottom of the group. Close, yeah. Okay. The bottom but, of the group you know, with one point. On so. Any given day. Mm. We could. I'm sure Poch will probably make some changes, and I think we're all but qualified. Um. Yeah, guys, yeah. I actually just want to bring up Soldado. How bad was he? I mean, this is oh. supposed to be the guy that's supposed to mm. score goals from the box, and he just was never there. And when he was, he just never scored. It was just appalling. Right. And to your points, and to your points, I mean, I, I, I mean, I was screaming at the TV today, and they always said that, well, it's because he doesn't get the uh, he doesn't get the service. He got plenty yeah. of service. Uh, he should have scored at least three goals today. At least he just wasn't there. He didn't move. It was it was appalling in the first half. I mean, there was a perfect opportunity for him, and he just didn't get on the end of the ball. He he's fast asleep. Who's this we're talking Can about? Soldado. Soldado. Oh, I feel sorry for poor old Bobby. No, but you know what? There's one thing feeling sorry for him. I like the guy, and I do feel sorry for him. But honestly, if you're not going to make use of the balls that are getting given to you, then you should get off the pitch and make way for somebody else. Yeah, but who else is there? Yeah, but who? Well, then you should playing up front. (laughs) (laughs) We could probably play Larice up front, and he'll. Do a better job than the rest of the players, but yeah, yeah. but and he's a leader. He's a leader of men. Well, he made he made mistakes today because I don't think he. Uh, sorry, I'm back at the defence. I'm. I apologise. I had a power cut on my street. That's why I dropped out. Um, uh, he was making mistakes today because he doesn't trust the guys in front of him. Yeah, he's he feeling like he he has to yeah. come out and make and take risks. And um, you know that's that's what let me know. Some moments he couldn't keep hold of the ball because he's jumping over on his pen. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but well, wait a second. And this is my biggest pet peeve about modern goals. Sorry, I'm I mean, at... a, lot those, a lot of those things that he came out to get. They were catchable balls, weren't they? 
To a degree, yeah. I mean, but um, I mean, he, he puts it, but it's it's the positioning he finds himself in. It's yeah. like you can see you can see the cogs working in his head as he as he makes as he hesitates before he makes the run. Then when he makes the run, you think, oh, he's decided to do that because he can see his defenders not making that. And then mm. he's finding himself in an awkward jump and puts himself in pressure. I mean, he still does what he does superbly. I mean, when he gets down to stop those balls, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, another goalkeeper wouldn't make it, and he does. But um, it's, I mean, I just think the whole thing looks creaky. I wrote, I was writing some notes as I was watching the game. I think we look like a mid-table championship team. Mm. Does yeah. it feel like the 90s all over again? It feels worse than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because because these players uh, should be full, full um, international uh, superstars. They should be better than this. On paper, it looks better than this. If it weren't for the fact that Liverpool and Everton and Man United and Arsenal and so forth weren't doing as badly as they are this season or, or underachieving, mm-hmm. we would be much further down the table. We would be, yes. I don't know, 16 for something. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, And it's got to a point now when um, when Arsenal lose and Liverpool lose, I don't find myself being happy about it cause... <laughs> oh. <laughs> because we can't take advantage of it. No. Merrick, no, sorry, I'm still happy regardless. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and, well, I'm, I'm being slightly fatuous. <laughs> but it, it's, it's um, despair. I mean, when you watch, I don't know if anybody saw the crystal. Have we lost somebody? I think we've lost Merrick again. Oh, oh not again. You? I'm still here. I'm, I'm still, still here. Are you still here? Oh, okay. I am. You... I'm, I'm running off my mobile. Okay, so you were saying, has, did you watch the Crystal? The Crystal Palace game. Um, you know, watching them efficiently take apart an insipid Liverpool that looked tidy and tasty and, and dangerous in front of us. We make teams look good. Mm. We make teams maybe, look good. Maybe and that's terrifying are, in itself. Well, wait a second. Go. Maybe because they are good. I mean, like, you look at Hull today. They had Jelovic. They had Ben Arthur. They had... Uh, they had... Uh, Huddleford. You know, I mean, they've got a couple of good players there. I mean, then, I mean, maybe there is parity in the league, which is why you're seeing the results that you're seeing. Well, except for the blue scum that we can't mention the name, but except for those guys, I mean, we're yeah. seeing parity there in the league. I mean, Manchester United haven't really changed that much. In fact, if anything, they're a heck of a lot better in terms of manpower. I think overall, if you, if, you, if you compare now to the 90s, and I'm not just talking about Spurs, um, overall the quality, you're, you're right, Satan, is, is, is much better across all of those teams. Um, but in terms of performances, in terms of points, it does feel like the 90s, albeit, you know, when, I, when you look around, around the team and you look at the likes of Ericsson and you look at the likes of... Tonga and Loris, and you compare and contrast that to the players we had in the 90s and even the early noughties, um, we've we've got better players that should, shouldn't be where they are, but then I suppose, and so have all the other teams. So, so what's missing? Uh, Passion, desire, yeah. hunger, all of those things. Leadership. I just, I just, leadership, all of those things. They're just not, they, they don't, desire to win they don't they're not hungry enough for the ball they're not hungry enough for the win it's just you know maybe 
in the beginning of the season, they thought it was just going to be easier. It was going to be a walkover like West Ham. You know, when we when I watched that game, I thought, okay, don't get excited. It is only West Ham. But, I mean, we fell to pieces after that. What the hell happened? And yeah. maybe maybe we just don't know. You, When you lack confidence in the dressing room, we don't know how it is psychologically affecting the guys. And I've been saying this for a long time. I do believe that psychologically they are screwed. They just have no – they don't know which way to turn. Mm-hmm. You know, and and yes, I, I have got faith in Poch, I do. But I think he's just trying so many things at the moment that not even the players know what it is that they're supposed to be doing. They can't take corners. I mean, Lamella and Eriksson are taking corners from the opposite direction of which they should be playing. I mean, it just, it just seems oh, weird. The corners yeah. drive me crazy. I mean, it's not that just We can't us. even I score mean, from that. It's not just us. Can somebody please clear the first man it's not just Tottenham I mean I look at this every like every game they just modern footballers for some reason have got this mental block against clear against clearing the first man I don't get oh, it I just tell don't me about get it, it. <laughs> just I, kick it as hard as you can hard and far and just hoof it I, know. I, know. I, can't, I can't remember who it was that once said um, players should be fined if a corner doesn't doesn't clear the first man yeah, I, I've been I've been thinking that for years, but then it's maybe just years of watching Tottenham. Too. Let, let, okay, let, let's draw some positives from the game. Of this one, we've, we've got three points. Harry Kane. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. We won. We, we won. We've got three points. Um, <laughs> there's still only what is it? Two points or something between us and uh, Man U and fourth. Um, Yes, it's two I'm, points. I'm not yeah. suggesting that we're, that we're gonna win the next game, the next one, and one after that. And before you know, yeah, we've we'll, got we'll, we'll, we'll we... in the top four. It, it never works out like that way. It just doesn't. But we've got to win. We've got three points. Um, Harry Kane got another goal. Um, you know, yeah. and we've got two home games. Uh, European one on Thursday. We've all but qualified. Um, and then Everton next weekend, which should be. Hopefully, it should be a tasty game because Everton mm-hmm. aren't doing particularly well this season, and we seem to always have a good good record against them at, at White Hart Lane. So, well, it is a narrow pitch, so we're not sure how we do. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I mean, the other team has got home field advantage, as they say in America, but uh, against Everton, they are. Uh, Everton and Newcastle, for some reason, they always scare me. I mean, ever since yep. that game years ago, when we were two one up, Jermaine Defoe had to take a penalty, and I, and I can't bear to watch. And I said to the missus, "Babe, I can't bear to watch." And she says, "If that's the case, then go take the garbage outside." I come back and I said, "What happened?" And we lost three two in about two minutes. Uh, and no. I just, yeah, I just don't like Everton. Um, there are no easy games because we talked about parity earlier. Um, and then we got Chelsea after that as well, haven't we? Oh, God, yeah. Did, didn't somebody mention we were supposed to be positive right at this moment in time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we did do win. have a good... But, but say, did you say that we, 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 against Everton? We have lost games, dropped points that we shouldn't have, like certainly at Goodison Park. But I don't think they've beaten us um, in a while at White, White Hart Lane. In uh, fact, they might not have, in, 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 at least in the modern era in, in the Premier League. Yeah. Could be wrong yeah, about but, that. You know, but, yeah, but that's why they play the game, though, isn't it? I mean, on any given day, yeah. on any given Sunday, as they say, like on, on any given Saturday, any team could beat any team. Okay. So just because you've got a good history against them, 
You know, yeah, I'm not sure. Based on how we're playing with all the with yeah. all the uh, um, challenges that we have. I don't know. I'm not so sure if home team or playing at home is actually an advantage at this moment in time. You know, we just we just don't seem to get it together at the moment. So it's weird. Would you rather be a well? Of course, I would rather be a Tottenham fan any any day of right, the thanks. you know any day of eternity. But yeah, you know. But in saying that, just a hypothetical question: Would you rather be a Tottenham fan or a Liverpool fan right now? Oh no, help Tottenham, please. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, no. I mean we don't have that bad. I mean, we've just spent twenty nine minutes talking about how awful things are. But we don't really have it that bad because at least we're picking up points away from home. They haven't been convincing, but to Merrick's earlier point, that's what champions well, we're not champions, but that's what good teams do. They, you know, we grab we grab three points out of the jaws of out of the jaws of defeat. Yeah. So No, we do. At least we we were able to still bag the points. I think you know, we've got to be pragmatic about this and uh, this season, um, the fact is it's Pochettino's first full season. It's going to take some time for him to implement his ideas. Um, a lot of the players aren't players that he's purchased. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, there's no doubt some players that he doesn't want there and I'm sure won't be there come January or certainly come the end of the season. So it will take a good year a good season for him for, for, for stuff to change. This will be a transitional season. Um, you know, and, and the old sort of adage is, I guess, football fans are fickle. That's that, that's the trouble. So it's it's very difficult to look at it yeah. pragmatically yeah. And, and, and accept that. But the reality is that this will be a transitional season. And if 12 months from now, we haven't made any progress, then I think... Pressure will be on um, Pochettino, but well, wait a second. Hang on a second. How many transitional seasons have we had? I mean, last year was a kind of transitional season under AVB, and it's his second season, so give him a chance. You know, his right. first year was well. You know, we've got a brand new manager, so you know, it really is a transitional right. season. We've got seven new players last year. So, how many transitional seasons? I think with with AVB, the problem was his first full season. We finished fifth. We had a record points total total but a lot of the slow build-up play that we see now that we we're also witnessing under Pochettino a lot of the poor performances were, were masked by a particular Welshman single-handedly winning games yeah right and when when Bale went and we bought seven players um last season to be fair we actually started off okay under Pochettino we had we had a higher points total but then it sort of all went wrong in the home defeats against West Ham, Newcastle, and then the thrashings against Man City and uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Um, should you mean West have, Brom? Uh, was it West Brom or Brom. West Ham? I can't remember. No, it was West Brom because I was there. We flew over and my first game at White Hart Lane, and, and that's what I had to witness. It was horrible. <laughs> mm. Now, you could arguably say Levy should have held his nerve 12 months ago. Um, but, well, it's his club. Oh, well, it's not his club, but, he, but he's he's the, the, the chairman and he calls the shots. And and that was that. With Pochettino, it's slightly different. He, he's not had that first full season. So, for me, 
it's where we are 12 months from now under Pochettino. If we've made progress, then great. If it's just more of the same, then yeah, unfortunately his fate will be exactly the same as AVB's. Absolutely. Such as modern football. Yeah. Are we happy? Who... Are, are we happy today? Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah. It was a scrappy win, but it was a win. Yeah. I, I would take Good that. Point. I would take that every week, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as we get the results, I don't care how scrappy it is. The only thing that I don't like is, and it, the same happened with Aston Villa, the game started getting quite aggressive. And and I don't like that. I, I wouldn't want to be known as the team where things start getting a little bit nasty and, and the players were getting up in each other's faces and getting a little bit irritated. And that's not nice. I mean, for Tongan, look... Did he antagonise the guy that got sent off? Yeah, I think he did a little bit. Was it a deserved red card? No, I don't actually believe it was, but that's just my opinion. Well, wait a second. David Beckham got sent off in 98 for something like that, wasn't it? Against uh, against Argentina. Didn't he kick out? Was it like a similar red card? I don't know. It was Do you remember, Javad? It was a similar red card. Um... Is it justified? Was was the red card justified? I would say controversially no, but then under the, under the rules <laughs> of the game, under the rules of the game, it was a red card. Um, yeah. So that's what the the referee acted within the rules of the game. You could argue that it, it was a bit petty and maybe common sense should have prevailed and he should have just given him a yellow and and, and a warning. But he acted within the um, rules of the game and and. The guy got a red card. Um, you know, I don't want to hash up the old AVB saga, but we were winning and playing poorly. We're winning now. Well, we were winning and playing poorly, but we weren't so happy. Maybe I'm just generalizing. But we're winning now, aren't playing so well, but we're happier. What's the difference? We've had us. Sorry, yeah? Nikki. No, no. I was just gonna, I was just going to say we've had a season to get used to it. I think it was <laughs> I think I think under AVB it was post the you know it was post Bale and Bale. post uh, Modric yeah. and Van der Vaart and all of that. Now we've just descended into mediocrity and yeah. So I'm what be, you're I'm saying I'm being cynical. Is, I'm being cynical. Yeah. So then what you're saying is Harry was a hard act to follow. You see, I don't get that because, you know, I've never really rated him as a manager, in my opinion. I just, I don't think much of him. Well, I don't, you know, never let's have. Rate, well, well, you know what, then let's rate him objectively. Not subjectively, but objectively in terms of what was achieved under Harry. And yes, I know he had Modric and he had Van der Vaart and he had Gareth Bale. I understand that. But let's rate him objectively because you've only got, I mean, you could only do with the tools that you have. And if we don't rate him, I mean, we haven't really been that successful in the last 20 years, other than um, Juan de Ramos, we got the Carlin Cup, I understand, and the year after that we lost in the penalties. But under Harry, I don't think we've had it so good in a long time. But at the same time, a lot of people, quote, using your words, don't rate him. Why not? Champions League, fourth place. We could have made Europe if it wasn't for the blue scum winning the Champions League when they had no business doing so. Why are we willing to dismiss him and or make him out to be a pariah? I posted on this the other week on the on, oh, yeah? the, on, on, on the on the on the Facebook page and um, uh, as ever um, 
I think there was lots of people. I mean, Harry po- polarised opinion certainly, but there were lots of people who were saying no, we, we don't don't look back and, and all of that, and, that, and that's fine. Um, and I think the problem with Harry Redknapp is he's said and done a lot of stupid things, and and he gets a lot of stick for that, and that's 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 all justified. Um, I can't help thinking that that period of time when he was manager, um, and whether it's Harry or whether it's down to the players, um, he took over at a time where we were bottom of the table. We only had two yep. points yep. to Ramos. We had Modric. We had Bale. We had. Um, we also had some pretty poor players that, that Ramos had, had uh, bought in, for instance, Bentley, um, uh, Giovanni, ben- so forth. And... Wait, 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 wait. Bentley was supposed to be the next Beckham, and Giovanni de Santos has done well everywhere he's gone. Yeah, but they weren't. They weren't. They weren't doing well. Well, well at the time, the point that I'm making is Harry came in. He turned it around that first season, and then after that, we finished fourth, fifth, and fourth. We had a taste of Champions League football. Right. Um, so he was good for the time. He probably was wasn't able to take it that step further when we had that. Um, when we were in third and we had, I don't know, however many point lead over Arsenal. Um, w- w- uh, don't remind me. And we, we should have capitalized, <laughs> capitalized on that. We didn't. Um, we finished fourth uh, and um, Levy deemed that he wasn't the right person and, and that, for, for, to take us that step forward. And, and there was all the distractions with, with, with the England job. And that, that's fine. Um the sad thing is, since then, and we've regressed as a football club. We had that one season under AVB when, um, like I said earlier, Bale, um, Bale was single-handedly winning his games, and yeah. we've we've regressed as a club since then. Um, I don't. I'm not clamouring for, you know, the, I'm not looking back in the past. I'm just saying that it, you know, we we, we had some. We, we were at a certain point under Harry. We had good players. Um, and we just we seem to have lost our way. It's a bit like when Mar- I think when Martin Yol was manager, we were doing very well, finishing fifth, qualifying for the Europa, fifth again, which at the time, relative to where we were before, was was a big achievement. We narrowly missed out on on, on the Champions League because of Lasagna Gates, and then we went back as a club um, when Ramos took over. Okay, won won a trophy, um, and then Harry picked it up again. So I. I we're in that sort of transitional phase now where we're having to rebuild again. You know, will Ericsson be the next Modric? Will Lamella be the next Bell, for example? Um, I don't know, but, but that's where we are at the moment. Um, well, you know what, to be fair to the argument, well, you should give him time because Bell wasn't Bell overnight. I mean, there was no. a stat, where, you know, where we never won when Bell played. There was that stat and then we were going to sell him off to Birmingham, but we still stuck with him. Um, and that's for Modric and Carrick and all of that. I don't know whether whether Eriksson has got that same kind of mental metal that those two men have, but only time can tell. And as fans, do we have that kind of patience to give these players time to mature into a into that role? And again, and as a club, do we have the patience to hang on to them before selling them at a top dollar? Who knows? Yeah, that's the thing, because we'll sell them and they'll go off and, and really score tons of goals for somebody else. And that will be the frustrating part. We did get three points today. <laughs> we, did. We, did. <laughs> we did. We did get three points. And Merrick has jo- rejoined us again. Yay! Oh, yeah. Welcome back. 
we did get three points. It is going to be a good week because whenever Tottenham lose, for some reason, I don't understand it. Maybe it's just a mental thing or it's just the cosmos conspiring. I always have an awful week, but we did get three points this week, so I'm looking forward to some goodies. Uh, so uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So well, it should be a good. It should be a good one. I'm going to the Belgrade game on Thursday, um, and um, I'll be at the. Wow! Game. Uh, wait a second. It, yeah, go on. It, now is that all the way there? Are you going to Are you going to Serb? Wait a second. No, is no, that it's, Serbia? It's at, uh, is that White Hart Lane? It's at White Hart Lane. Yeah. What's, oh, okay. what's the general atmosphere around around the ground at the moment? Obviously, I don't get um, country anymore. I, I've been to this season. I've been to more games than other seasons. Just that, just the way it's worked out. Unfortunately, it's probably not the best season to. To waste your money on, 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 on <laughs> watching Spurs. Um, what's the general atmosphere? Um, yeah, well, I've watched Spurs lose twice or three times. I don't know how many times. Newcastle, Stoke, and Liverpool, and somebody else, West Brom, four times this season. So that says it all. The atmosphere isn't. It's it's not great. I mean the the game against Partizan Belgrade on Thursday should be good because um, it's an 1882 game and hopefully the atmosphere will, will be better. Um, there's been there's been talk there's been people saying that uh, they're all We've lost you again, Merrick. Dang it. It's like he's in some third world country, not Spain. <laughs> <laughs> or is I don't it know, you'd expect same from thing. South Africa people? Come on. <laughs> Merrick, are you there? Oh, how depressing. Okay. Well, just to just to mention about the atmosphere, when we went, we were able to go to the um, West Brom game on the Sunday, which, you know, wasn't great. There wasn't much of an atmosphere at all. And then we moved things around so we could go to the Capital One game on the Wednesday against Forest. And I must say, the atmosphere then was just... just it was chalk and cheese, day and night, completely mm. different. Loved every second of it. The night games are special at White Hart Lane. There is something special about the night games, um, cup matches, European Lights. nights as well. Um, but um, I don't know. I mean, we don't really have, uh, at least in Premier League matches this season, the, 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 the team haven't given players any re- the, the fans any reason to to cheer um i know it's a sort of um chicken and egg situation should should the fans be getting behind the team or should the team mm-hmm. perform in a way that gets the fans going it's, it's very difficult you know i've been at the lane so many times this season um an early Opposition scores an uh, early goal and heads drop. You know, it's it's very difficult. Know. To... It's you know the difficult difference. To keep this... the spirits up. You know the difference this year versus other years. In the old days, when we would go a goal down, I'd be like, "Oh, damn it, we're done." Whereas this year, when we give a goal up early, I'm like, "Well, you know, we've done this before. You know, we can come back from this, especially if it's in the first ten minutes. It's not the end of the world." Whereas in the old days, if we go down a a goal early. I'm thinking, 
Yeah, no, we're done for. Game over. Is... Yeah, exactly. Game so, over. So... There's something different. There is something different. So the fans should get behind that. You know, yeah, okay, so we conceded. Oh, damn, you didn't, that's not exactly what was supposed to be happening. It's not in the cards. But let's just continue to support, in my opinion. I think, I think. I mean, think about it for anybody. You, you're playing, yes, for yourself, but also for the people who are supporting you. And if, if your fans are not there cheering you on and encouraging you to play well and, and trying to get behind you, then what are you really playing for? At the end of the day, you've got to play it for yourself. And and we've already established that there's no leadership. There's no passion. They're not hungry for it. So if they're not going to play it for themselves, if they're not going to play for fans because fans aren't supporting them, it's one vicious circle. And are we ever going to get out of it? Well, who's, the, I mean, who's got leadership potential in that team? Larice. Larice, yeah. And Carl Walker. He... Come on. I think Carl Walker would be a brilliant captain. I've always had a problem dealing with the idea that the goalie's a captain. I mean, how do you lead a team from all the way back there? Exactly. That's exactly what my partner said. He said exactly I the mean, same thing. I mean, Dino Zoff did it. They won the World Cup in 82. That's one example. Does Schmeichel, was he ever the uh, captain from Manchester United, Schmeichel? No. Who was Jeremy? Um, he might have on the Aussie occasion. Who was the, wasn't Neuer the... Um... Captain for Germany, the World Cup. Or am I just imagining that? No. I don't know. I don't know. But they've got a lot of play. Well, you know, the problem with Germany is that everyone's a captain, aren't they? Really? Yeah. I mean, that whole team is is a team for the. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about Germans or anything about the World War or anything like that. But everyone's a leader in that team. You know, don't bring up the war. But, uh, every, <laughs> but, I mean, everyone's the leader in that team. They don't really need a captain. That's a team full of captains. But I don't know if I'm all right with a, with a goalie being a captain. I don't know yeah, how they do that. But then who else? Who else? We've, we've established Vertonghen could be, but he's not bringing it. He's not stepping up to the plate. Well, he had a chance to be, but they picked Kabul instead, who was injury prone. Hmm. So... Nobody on that field today, of the 11 that was picked, other than Maurice, of course, struck me as someone who could take the game by the scruff of the net and neck and say, that's it, we're doing this. And this is it's how actually it's going to Yeah, go on. Good. Sorry, let me. Um... He's gone again. Don't see the football oh, no. we want to see. No, no there isn't. That. We lost you. Merrick, you're still there. I try to add him again. That sometimes <laughs> works. Um, okay. All right, well, let me yeah, ask no. this question. Wait a okay. second. Let me ask this question. What's wrong with Tottenham? Hello. Hello. Nothing. Hello. Hi, Merrick. I, I, I can hear you guys. I don't know if you can always hear me. We can, we can hear you now at the moment. Okay, because what I was going to say was, I mean, I was listening to your conversation about captains, and I was going to say, I wanted to go back to Stan. Ah, we've lost him again. Oh, bollocks, he's gone. Because we've lost what Tottenham means, the way that Tottenham are supposed to play football. We don't see it anymore. Well, what is that Tottenham way? Yeah, I was just about to ask the same question. Please I always explain to me what that is. 
I always explain to my my students when I teach over here when I you know, back in the day when I first started talking about my football team, no one knew who it was, and then you know Gareth Bale changed all that. But um, I used to say I used to say we'd rather lose seven five than win one nil. Okay. I think the Tottenham way, which we're not playing at the moment, is to me it's about flair. It's I want to see swagger. Some... Yeah. Quick in the pulse. We never used to have to worry about having a. a, a... We've lost Beric again. Um, oh it, really? It's... Yeah. You keep. We keep hearing bits of you, and then just as just about at the point that you're going to make a really tasty, juicy comment, <laughs> we just lose you. He's a tease. I'm really feeling frustrated here. <laughs> He's a tease. He takes me to the end, and I just and I'm ready to. <laughs> And, and he pulls away. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that um, somebody like Gareth, somebody like Gareth Bale, in recent times, and I know we're harping on about players of a few, few, few seasons ago. Somebody like Bale, for instance, embodied what it meant to be a Tottenham fan. Um, he was, even when we were pretty ordinary under AVB in that one season, um, Bale's ability to pick up the ball. And just strike it from, you know, 35 yards out against West yeah. Ham, or pick it oh, up on the right-hand side. I remember, I think it was against Sunderland or Stoke or Southampton, in fact, towards the end of that season. And we were really poor, and we were losing. Yeah, it was nil-nil, and he just cut inside. And Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. As soon as you, as soon as he hit the ball, you just knew. Um, and there was something oh, yeah. special about Bell, and and. Players like Bale or Ginola before that or Hoddle or Waddle, Gascoigne, <laughs> they embodied what, to me, what it means to support Tottenham. Mm. It's just about flair, it's about swagger. Um, do we have anyone like that at the moment? It's Erickson, too early. Maybe. It's too early. Lamella, perhaps. It's too early. Yeah, I think these guys need need some more time at the at the club. I, I, just, I just don't think that they have... Maybe... Maybe Kane. I think he has potential. Harry Kane has potential to be that for us, but but it's not there in its entirety yet. Well, like I said, this season is going to be a transitional season, so we, we've just know, got to be. We've just got to. Yep, I'm afraid so. We've just <laughs> got to be. Pa- we've got to pa- be patient and see see what happens. Well, at least we got three points away from home. Kind of that, you know, kind of attitude. It wasn't like oh. Come on, boys, get in there. Three boys, magic, <laughs> away from home. How brilliant are we? It wasn't that. It was, well, you know, it wasn't the best of performances, but at least we got three points and we're very pleased, you know. And I, yeah. and I haven't felt like that yet this year. But it's not Christmas yet. And, you know, everything really happens around Christmas and after <laughs> Christmas. That's when... That's when you re- That's when things really start to to really mean something, right? And, yeah. And hey, we're we're still in four competitions. Right. Well, there we go. Okay. I mean, we're not yeah. going to win the league, but well, we're in exactly. Three other competitions. Precisely. So right. There's a lot of positives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pr- predictions for. I'm going to gloss over the Partizan Belgrade game. Predictions for next Sunday. Bells of silence. 
Merrick. Yes, I'm here. Sorry, you, you all went quiet on me, so I was waiting patiently for you to return. Predictions for Sunday. Predicts. Predictions for next Sunday. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, there I, is no, that. I, like we uh, were... I was well, going to say. I would like to say a win. A win. I'm feeling very clairvoyant. I think that Merrick was going to say a win. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, there is that dubious stat that we always lose after we play on a Thursday in Europe. So, mm. and we are also playing at home. So not only are we playing on a Sunday after a European game, we're also playing at home where apparently the field is too narrow. So, I'll, well, of course, I have to say a win. I mean, I have to, you know. Of course. But we pri- always hope for a win. Right. But Absolutely. privately, I'm I thinking, pre- well, I'd be happy with a win. I predict 2-1 to us, and ooh, I'll ooh. be able to get a bagel in the south lower. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to get that in. <laughs> wait a second. Are you wait a second? Are you predicting are you predicting getting a bagel more than getting a win? Uh, I predict the chances of getting a win are probably higher than getting a bagel. bagel. <laughs> you know, um yeah, go ahead. I mean, a bagel oh, even too much. Yeah. What about the rest? What's your predictions for the rest? Um everybody else but what are your predictions? Yeah, I would probably say a win too. Um, I'm always optimistic and hopeful. Um, today was very scrappy, didn't look very pretty. Um, but I think hopefully at home we can we can just turn it around. I know it's not our strongest place to play at the moment. But because we said earlier that Everton aren't even up to form either, maybe we can capitalise on that. And bring in a two-one win as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jabad and say two-one. Hmm. Yeah. Can you actually hear me? We can hear yes. you, Merrick. I was say if you haven't heard me. I know you keep fading in and out. Draw much like Tottenham, fading in and out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it, it's. Yeah, you're at ease. <laughs> Scoreline, go on, Merrick. 1 1. 1 1. Mr. Zed? He's thinking about it. Oh, me? Um. <laughs> um. Well, of course, it's a win, um, 2-1. But again, I mean, I've got nothing to back it up. Uh, no, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say what I really think. I think we're going to lose uh, for the following reasons. Oh, I can't believe he said that. Yes, I've said it. Um, we're, um, we're, we're playing in Europe on Thursday. We always lose on a Sunday after we play in Europe. Um, not that I want us to lose. I want us to win. But we're playing in Europe, and we're far from convincing. Um, uh, I don't know. We just don't That's look very good. Very negative. 
That is very negative. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. In fact, I would love to lose money over being wrong. Uh, but <laughs> nothing, nothing would make me happier than losing money over being wrong over this one. But um, as a scientist, I look at data, I look at trends, I look at what there is out there for us to predict. And the wood is a prediction. And based on all the data that we have, something tells me that the data tells me that we're going to lose this. Um, but this is only, yeah, that's it. There you go. That, that's a first for a Spurs podcaster, an uh, analytical scientific view. Uh, which, which Surely some none mistake. Of, uh, which none of the other podcasts, as far as I'm aware, have taken that approach. So thank you, Satan, for adding that uh, insightful prediction. Yeah, it's, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts to say. It hurts to say, but uh, yeah, I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope you do lose money. So, <laughs> I do. I really do. I hope I lose money over this. Big Please put some money on it. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> All right, folks. I've lost my way here. Um, I'm now driving around aimlessly around New York City going the wrong way. So uh, I'm out. Okay, well. Guys and girls. Sorry. Nice testing to you all. Likewise, I, I, guys. Pleasure. Likewise, guys and girls. Thank you for um, thank you for taking part, Merrick. Thank you for standing in at short notice. Um, next even, week, even if I got out occasionally as well. Indeed. <laughs> next week we've we've got some special guests. We've got the 1901 Spurs FA Cup winning team. We're going to hold a seance and and, <laughs> and they're going to be on. That's that's another podcasting first. Um, on a positive note. Um, the future's bright, the future's Lily, Lily White. Nice. Good night. Good night. Glory, glory, hallelujah.